When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that puts the A in anal. Oh. <laughs> I put the O in anal, apparently. I, <laughs> I put the... <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah, sure. I'm Mike Johnson. Uh, I'm Kyle Getz. <laughs> and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Oh, we're not telling you. We're not going to tell you. Yeah. Shut your mouths, shut your butts, and wait up. Yeah. Except I think I put the title in the... Live stream. No one, no one looks. Everyone, (laughs) close your eyes. Pinky swear you won't look. Um, yeah. Uh, Okay, but so first, then. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we are on a live stream, so um, really quickly, uh, if you want to tell us you hate us, get in touch with us, um, provide feedback, etc. You can do so on the Facebook Live chat or comments on this event. Uh, you can. Call our hotline, leave us a text message or a voicemail. That's 5855-GAYISH, 5855-542-9474, standard rate supply. Or you can email us at uh, gmail at gayishpodcast.com is what it says. But you should probably do gayishpodcast at gmail.com. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah, but probably do the Facebook chat right that's, that's the, the easiest on everyone involved. It's yeah, all, It's the only thing I'm going to be looking at. So if you do all that other shit, good luck. Great. Perfect. Wait, why am I coming? Anyway, um, yeah, for those listening uh, later on the regular episode date, you you missed it. You didn't you didn't make it to the live event because yeah. it was in the past for you. Um, anything else? Oh yeah, we'll be soliciting gayest and straightest. So yeah, plug those in. Um, yep. yep. Cool. Do it. Uh, but so first, but but first, yeah, great go. feedback. Oh fuck. Okay. Corrections and feedback. Oh, do you have any? No I corrections. Think, okay. I mean, we did have a poll. Well, were you going to talk well, about the poll? We can. <laughs> we can. We can, we can touch on it. <laughs> so last week's episode about celebrity, y'all got to hear Kyle and I in our ongoing discussion about <laughs> the a listness or non a listness of a certain Selena, not the dead one, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So you put a poll was, up on oh, Patreon. Yeah. Oh, no. I actually wrote down the numbers. I oh, okay. I was going to talk about this. But I, oh, um, great. Yeah. So I put a poll on our, for, oh, just for Patreon members to like vote, vote on. Mm-hmm. Man, and everyone assumed you did it because they were like, good job. That'll prove it to Kyle. And I was like, oh, I did it. I didn't. Ex- <laughs> so 61% of you said no, she's not A-list. Uh, 23% said yes. And 16% are undivided. Nope. Undecided undivided united we stand against selena um so okay i'm not i'm not gonna say i was it's not that i was not right yeah yeah i will go ahead and admit something that's very difficult to admit and that is that uh you're sexist yep (laughs) which that's not difficult for me at all so because this poll turned out so terribly for you (laughs) Like you, distinctly opposite of what I planned. Uh, I did want to share with you the 
utter horror that was my own goddamn brother and the text message that he sent me. My brother Marty, who lives in Las Vegas, texted me this on Thursday. Michael, you have a brain malfunction that I did not know existed. This definition of A-list. He said, you have 39 minutes left in the episode to redeem yourself, but Kyle is schooling you on this A-list thing. (laughs) So, um... At least one member of my family is totally on board. That's the only that's the only feedback that r- matters to me is your brother. So <laughs> yeah. everyone else on Patreon, fuck off. Great. Um, okay. More about that episode. I also, you know, uh, we got, I think, more feedback on that episode than any other. Does that jibe with your... Um, like, it's in the top. It's up there. It's up there, yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed this post from Paul Donovan who is uh in our in our facebook group he posted this uh we recently uh he interviewed us for his book which he talks about in his message here but says i enjoyed the celebrity episode and clearly michael johnson and kyle gets are celebrities <laughs> sorry paul you're wrong um they appear as a footnote in the forthcoming inter- international bestseller profit and prejudice out november ideal gift for friends and family guaranteeing their place in the history books i think that podcasters have a bit more than celebrity status the role is similar to characters in regular radio and television shows. The listeners have parasocial interaction with podcasters, just as they did in the past with broadcast media. And he posted the link to uh, the Wikipedia article for parasocial, which is super duper interesting. I suggest everyone read it. Even though the relationship was one way in the past, broadcasting out like on TV, the audience felt they were friends with the characters or personalities because they felt they had insight into the characters' lives. Podcasting takes this to the next level because, as Gayish reminds us each week, there is also the ability to interact more directly via a range of social media. That is only going to heighten the parasocial interaction. This is hugely valuable, I think. The young gay man in Saudi or Russia or the southern U.S. has gay friends. Quotes around friends. It is massively important in reducing their sense of isolation. And straight people who live in small communities with no gay friends in their social circles can come into contact with gay people in a virtual social setting, acquiring virtual gay friends and hopefully reducing prejudice. This assumes at least one of the gayish listeners is straight, which may not be true, but let's go with it for the purpose of this argument. My mother and my brother are straight, so we have at least two of you. Uh, But all this is much more than celebrity. No one other than the most obsessed fan is going to see a celebrity as their friend. Celebrity is putting someone on a pedestal. Y'all (laughs) obsessed. Parasocial interaction gives a sense of a far closer relationship than mere celebrity, while still potentially allowing the broadcaster to be a role model or example. None of this makes it easier for you guys if receiving inappropriate comments or in bridging the difference between podcast persona and real life. The audience is always going to perceive a stronger friendship with you than actually exists, which may account for, but does not excuse, the way boundaries are breached. But I think the social value of people in your position is greater than celebrity in some ways. You may not yet have the reach that an Oscar winner has, but the parasocial interaction potentially gives a lot more impact. And that is the full text of his book. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm I'm fascinated by this parasocial thing um, because it it like the shit that we've been sort of struggling with and trying to articulate. People have studied and written books about and shit, and like, yeah, it's it's weird and fucked up, and everybody's in agreement about that. So (laughs) it's okay for us to feel weird. Oh, okay, that's good. I spent that time trying to figure out if I could comment as myself and not as gayish podcast. Did you figure that out? Nope. Did, nope. you, did you click the little gayish symbol? Yep. There? Yep. 
that does nothing it does nothing well just post as us you do anyway on twitter i know but you won't know whose is whose so any smart intelligent well thought out comments are me the rest are dan um any more in corrections or feedback or shit love you dan I, <laughs> oh are you still listening uh uh-huh. so news yeah <laughs> great <laughs> I don't know what this look is, but I don't like it. <laughs> news little toggle, news little toggle, news 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 little toggle, news little toggle, news 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 news. Are you saying news in a taco? <gasps> if you served me news in a taco, it would be way more palatable. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can go for it. Well, um, okay. Give me the meat of the news first. The meat? We're doing the taco metaphor. Oh, okay. Well, the meat is the most important part. Mm-hmm. So this is the most important news story. Of okay. The week. Okay. Did you fuck it up and look it up after no, we talked last night? No, I don't know anything about the news. Half the world is on fire. There's a tornado blowing past my parents. Like I don't know. Grey's Anatomy star Sarah Ramirez, she's also known from Broadway, has come out as non-binary. Oh, shut the fuck up. Ramirez, who came out as bisexual in 2016, announced they will use both she/her and they/them pronouns. Uh, she, they, are, they are best known for playing Dr. Kelly Torres on Grey's Anatomy, and they came out this week as gender non-binary. In a post shared on Instagram Thursday, Ramirez said, quote, in me is the capacity to be everything from a girlish boy to a boyish girl. Uh, Ramirez included the hashtag non-binary in the caption of the post and has since updated their bio on social media accounts to read non-binary human. Their bio also states that they use both she, her, and they, them pronouns. Now, First of all, awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, I I sort of didn't see that coming, Um, but you never do, or maybe you shouldn't, or I shouldn't be surprised. People are whatever they are. Yeah. Um, Wait, why do you you say you didn't see it coming? Like, what what do you mean by that? uh, Because, and maybe this is a function of her on Grey's Anatomy, which is what I know her most from. She just seemed so binary. Like, they yeah, made so much that, of them being, okay. like, super femme lesbians. That, that, like, that is kind of part of what what I was asking, because I think, yeah, I think it's so easy for us to have such a binary mindset, which is how we were trained about gender. And then, so when you see a very female-presenting person, it's, there's that initial, like, I need to get over the hump of, like, you can present any way and, and be any gender. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I definitely have that kind of instinctual feeling inside me i also think and i'm very interested in your feedback they probably prefer to go by they them and have only put out the she her is okay out of acquiescence to the fact that people are going to fuck it up so why get all hot and bothered about it i I, that's possible for sure um uh but also i know uh like when we were talking about non-binary uh, the topics on the on that episode with Molly Woodstock, um, one thing we talked about is like even if they're non-binary, someone may still identify as a lesbian, which seems confusing. But like True. the way the community you're in, the way you're raised, the way you've been conditioned to, I don't know, think about yourself. Like that could also play into it. It could be like even though I'm, you know, use they them, I also still have this kind of history that includes she her so i could see it also just being a like i'm non-binary but femme leaning so i yeah okay i just think if you're gonna go non-binary like at that point you're like fuck it i'm not like you wouldn't you don't need to hold back yeah 
Okay. Okay. It it just feels to me very. I mean, it's her, their life. They can do whatever they, what it, they can do whatever they want to. Um, and it just it it feels like the kind of thing where you just say, yeah, it's okay, <laughs> just whatever. Just, I think I'm going to get misgendered, so I might as well just be okay with it. We should refer to people as all of their pronouns. Mm. Like for Sarah, we could refer to her and she. Them. They came out. <laughs> she and them <laughs> came out to me and us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ramirez joins a growing number of celebrities who identify as non-binary, including Sam Smith, who came out as such last year. Billions star Asia Kate Dillon, Transparent creator Jill Soloway, and Valentina, a previous contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race, also identify as non-binary. Valentina, I like that. Cool. Great. Uh, moving on. Yeah, give me the cheese. Okay, here comes some cheese. Uh, I'm only doing two stories this week because uh, I read Paul Donovan's book at the top, so I figured <laughs> that was plenty of content. Yeah, you it does is a ta- is a taco is meat and cheese enough to make a taco? Like, how, if you're on keto, minimum? it is. Oh, you li- like you mean no tortilla? No. no, that's just a pile of meat. That's not, <laughs> which is great. That's, that's my nickname why... in college. <laughs> <laughs> it's my monthly orgy yeah pile of meat that's a great name for an orgy right? jesus christ kyle i think you're onto something um i'm onto a lot of things <laughs> no you're not no i'm not <laughs> you're very very there. lonely okay oh okay um okay moving on sure <laughs> so A federal appeals court ruled Wednesday that a Virginia school board's transgender bathroom ban is unconstitutional and discriminated against a transgender male student who was barred from using the boys' bathrooms in his high school. If this sounds familiar... Okay. (laughs) It is very familiar, but this is a victory for transgender rights advocates and Gavin Grimm, a former student at Gloucester High School who was required to use restrooms that corresponded with his biological sex, female, or private bathrooms. Uh, The thing that is important here is that this is the fourth circuit court of appeals that has ruled this it was the 11th circuit court of appeals that did our story last week which okay. was or there's the week an- before which was from florida so there's another one that is like sounds identical to this is what i'm thinking there's okay. another one and it is identical and this is the case where the supreme court is only going to get involved if the circuit courts disagree mm. and so far it's two for two on circuit courts that agree mm-hmm. and it is also in fairly conservative parts of the country and maybe is a hopeful indicator that oh. it won't even go to the Supreme Court. Just all the circuit courts are going to agree that trans people can use whatever bathroom they want. And yeah. uh, sorry, they can use the restroom of the gender that they identify as. Uh, and and we won't even have to worry about Kavanaugh, yeah. Gorsuch, yeah. and the rest of the fuckitudes. <laughs> um uh yeah there that is nice if just it's an agreement there is something nice about a supreme court ruling that makes it it, i mean it's not the end all be all but it feels far more definitive but then again you're right that could be a risky thing to go to the supreme court so interesting but that's nice that trans students are like winning their shit and getting it done it was a two to one decision the the um for the circuit court is three people three judge panel that's good (laughs) that adds up um and let's see they said in the ruling quote grim was treated worse than students with whom he was similarly situated because he alone could not use the restroom corresponding with his gender unlike the other boys he had to either use the girls restroom or a single stall option 
and uh, it goes into their argument was about his genitalia and nothing else, and that's what got summarily booted out of court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much about it when you're like, <sighs> religious people think we're gross, but y'all are like, oh, let me think really hard about your genitals so I can tell you where to go. Like, they, yeah. they're so obsessed with genitals. Yeah. It's because they don't touch them enough. <laughs> right? Of course, it's going to be on your mind. Everybody needs to come more. Come on. <laughs> Eileen. Uh, that's the news. That's the news a little, news a little, news a little, news. Um, I want to thank... Uh, a few of our Patreon members. This is a brand new segment where I do the same thing I've done other episodes. Great. Uh, And it's thanking these Patreon members. Uh, Fuck you, Florian, because uh, you know know what you did. Florian... Sorry, just singing in the middle of it because I lost chocolates. Nailed it. Uh, Sean yeah. Hicks. I like you better than Florian Jacobo. Uh yeah. Sean Hicks, uh, he it does the um, Minecraft server. He's the HB, HMFIC on the Minecraft server. Go ahead. It's fine. That's a lot of... All I'm saying is I know both these bitches oh, okay. so far. Okay, you said a lot Florian of... Florian is adorable and is from Germany. Sean runs the Minecraft server. It's a whole harem of people that I love. Go okay. ahead. Okay, well... If, now, if you Minecraft don't, Minecraft world is crazy. <laughs> is it? I logged into that for the first time, and I'm like, "Where do people get all the? How how many days and days on end have people been playing this thing that they could build these crazy houses?" There's a multi-level gayish town hall. There's like there's <laughs> there's this weird like bathhouse that they're working on. Like, there's at least <laughs> one bathhouse. <laughs> There's this tube that takes you down, like you like Willy Wonka style. You get sucked into a tube of water. It's it's so weird. <laughs> I love it. So I had much. no idea. Um, Daddy joined it too this weekend. Y'all are y'all are intense. I love it, but y'all are intense. Um, am I the mayor of it? Is that a thing? No. Can you assign me as the mayor? No. Why not? Because I'm the fucking mayor, Kyle. Why did you get to be the fucking mayor, Michael? Do you even have it installed on your machine? No, they should do it for me. <laughs> I'm too busy and important to mayor myself. I'll be Great. like the queen. I'll be the like the figurehead. Mm-hmm. And you can be like, you can do the work. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. True or false? False. You hate Minecraft and games like it. Isn't it the one where you chop at a tree for yes. like... I, like I, I don't want to chop a tree to get wood to build a thing. Like, that's too... Great. If there's no candy or crushing, <laughs> I'm not interested. Okay, I'm going to get through this. Uh, th- also, thank you to Matthew uh, Cor- uh, Corvo. Did you? Could you tell the way I pronounce it that it's not Matthew, it's Matthew? Math- Matthew? H-I-E-U? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corvo? Is it related to the crows have eyes three? The crowing? Or whatever. No. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Crowing? <laughs> this is the worst horror movie. Have you ever seen Shit's Creek? Yes. Isn't that not all of it? Oh. I've only seen like some of it. Okay. This is Sorry, the longest it's ever gone. Okay. Uh, to- no. Uh, uh, Tom uh, Von Kuketki and Kane Daly. Tom, Tom V from Pride Forty Eight, right? Yeah, but he put in as the last name, so I. Had to- <laughs> Look, if if we had the op- if I had the option of not saying a last name, I wouldn't. But I feel like I just it, I owe it to Tom Valonka. Great, and who was and then the last one? Oh, Kane Daly. I said that. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, uh, unless it's Daly or Kane or whatever. Okay, 
Connie Dolly, thank you. Uh, thank you to Patreon members. If you want bonus content, if you like what's happening right now, don't worry. This is not how we usually sound. We're usually real good on Patreon. Uh, you can go to gayish. Nope. You can go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, it's fine. <sighs> and wanna... it's a good problem to have. And like the, the, the Patreon thing is getting to the point where like you're going to have to read names every week. And a lot of them probably for forever. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all. Um, yeah. So ready? Yeah. Should we start recording now? Okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome been, to the show, everybody. We've just been doing a run through, right? Has any of this been good? Okay. Yeah. Let's do the regular show. Before we get into the regular show, Dan. Oh. Checking in with the streams. Checking in with the, with the, with the randos. Anything oh, we should respond um, to? Uh, Someone pointed out that uh, the World of Warcraft server is even more involved than the Minecraft one, but I haven't seen that because okay, we got to the ep- we're not going to start a WoW Minecraft holy war here. Like, like <laughs> who's more a list, Minecraft or World of Warcraft? <laughs> I mean, they both say craft in the name. Okay, so they're like, does that help? Oh. Related, maybe sure. Yeah. They're brothers. It's the great craft debacle of 2020. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's the beginning. Exactly. Um, AE also uh, mentioned that Finnish has only one pronoun, which I'm not. Uh, it's H-A with two little dots above it, N. And it's 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 just... Oh, it's yeah. Not, it's not or neuter. It's... AE is at the top of my list of listeners that know shit about Finnish, which is hilarious because I think we have listeners in Finland. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Do you finish? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about our episode. Yeah. Do you want to reveal the topic? Sure. Three, two, one. Prostate. prostate. We're going to talk about prostates. Yeah. Um, our own and those of others. <laughs> yourself or someone like you. <laughs> um, uh, hey, Kyle. Oh, hey, Mike. Wow. You have a prostate, yeah? Yes. I have a prostate, too. Do you? Quick shout out. Not all men have prostates. <gasps> because? Because either they, well... They're either trans or they've had it removed because of some kind of surgery. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Great. Um, Actually, oh boy, Mike, what we're gonna talk a little bit more about uh, AFABs and prostates during the Patreon segment later. Yeah, AFAB assigned female at birth for. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I'm gonna try real hard not to call it a lady prostate. Well, fuck that up already. But, <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna talk about that at Patreon. Which, if you're on the live stream, uh, stick around. You'll get to see what our Patreon segments are like because we're gonna keep this fucker going through that. So, <laughs> um, wait, who should start? Should I start with some basics, some some statistics? Sure. Yeah. Yes, Kyle, you're basic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's hard to get too muted. <laughs> um, okay, so first, I think just to get us started, I'm going to talk a little bit about it's kind of gay. You'll see, it doesn't really count, but um, uh, but in reference to prostate orgasms. Okay, so just real super basics. Prostate is uh, something that I can't. Yeah, it's not. You don't want to say. People have prostates tends to be men, but as you said, other people, how do you say it? Like people with dicks and stuff also come with a prostate, like the dick and... AMABs? I don't... Yeah. 
I don't know. If you have a, a dick and balls, you probably have a prostate too. Um, and it's inside your butt. It's a little pleasure button that feels good. This is the most medically sound explanation <laughs> of prostate I think That's I've ever heard. Pretty much it. That's what you need to know. Okay, okay. it is not in your butt. It's like right up there. You can access it via your butt. And when you get a digital rectal examination from your doctor, that's the way that they figure out if there's any irregularities to your prostate. But your prostate is actually around your urethra and is a gland. Great. It's in your butt. (laughs) And don't poop too hard. Otherwise, you'll poop it out. (laughs) That's why some people don't have prostate. Exactly. They just pooped it right out. Don't strain people. (laughs) You could poop out your prostate. Yes. You can access it via your anal cavity or whatever the fuck. Um, Some people apparently can reach them like via their taint. Like they don't have to go up in there. They can just like. Well, not even some people like you can your perineum, which I think Dan taught us that word before he was even like a person on here. But um, the the spot between your balls and your butt, like you can touch it and feel it through like through your taint. Um, It's not going to feel as pleasurable or, or intense, but you can like you can get there. Great. Do you want me to show you? No. <laughs> um, We're going to have a demo on the live stream, everybody. Um, yeah, let's follow up on the episode about uh, us talking about people sexualizing us with a prostate demonstration. Yep, That'll sure. really show you. Well, okay. no, it, as we've established, I can sexualize you. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. You get a pass. Um, uh, okay. And everyone can sexualize me. It's fine. That's true. You've uh, Yeah. Redirect that's, it. No, that's not fine. No? Oh, no, it's not. It's death. <laughs> Um, okay, so prostate milking or prostate massages, yeah. uh, often people think about them sexually, but they can also be used uh, for like medical reasons, can help um, relieve inflammation or get kind of expel junk. Milking? Milking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, okay. um, so, uh, and actually I thought you would like, I only put this in because I had the phrase 19th century, which I figured that is a mic sentence then. Therapeutic prostate <laughs> massages... What? Nothing good. It's fine. I mean, right? I talk about history a lot, if that's what you're saying. Yeah. Anything that was like in the late 19th century, I'm like, Mike is going to write like whatever mm-hmm. next thing it says. Sure. Uh, therapeutic prostate massages uh, dates at least uh, to the late 19th century when doctors performed it to treat inflammation of the prostate called prostatitis. Mm-hmm. Um, so people have been touching their good stuff for quite a while. Um, and when you do... Uh, Massage the prostate. It's called milking because it produces a thin, milky fluid called prostate fluid, which I didn't realize it wasn't the same as semen. Like, Mm -hmm. it kind of like, I don't come from the same place. So it's like semen and semen adjacent fluids. Yeah. Um, It makes up about 25 to 30% of semen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What? It's a portion of semen. It's a portion of semen. It's a portion of semen. Precisely. Okay. What we're kind of talking about anatomy, I was trying to figure out a good like place to insert this into your prostate, and uh, now seems as good of a time as any. I have recently, in a like, very Mike pedantic kind of way, grown disillusioned with the phrase "drain those balls." <laughs> like you, re- you hear it on porn, you see it in like erotic fiction, that like this implication that when you have built up. When, when you haven't ejaculated in a while, your balls are full. And that's not fucking how this shit works. Your balls do not get full. You cannot drain them. That's not where all of the stuff is coming from, you dickbags. And, the, I, like, and not stopping anything. People are going to keep saying <laughs> that. But like, 
I thought draining your balls meant a uh, sexually inclined vampire. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sex cool. vampire. There's a Halloween's coming up idea. <laughs> um, okay. Now we'll get into the Gata, which it, just just go with it. Okay. Just for once, Mike, be cool. <laughs> um, this is uh, because it's researched by a sex. You really expect me to do that? Be <laughs> Cool. Um, um, uh, it, it's by like a sex toy site, so like y- you know, it's like not totally, you know, corporations. Am I right? Big, big prostate is really trying to get involved. Um, yep. Uh, so apparently, prostate orgasms are thirty-three percent bigger than penile orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> Go, go ahead and ask it. it was, <laughs> I felt my face tell the story. <laughs> yeah, your face said, oh, I'm going to say this thing. Oh, wait, you said but to be cool, but I need to. And like, I saw that. Yeah. No, go ahead and say it. What does that mean? What does it mean, Mike? That's a good question for all of us. Why don't you try at home and let us know where that 33%, maybe more... The intensity of the orgasm as measured by an orgasmatron? Like, what? what, what? That's a five on the Richter scale. (laughs) I don't understand. It's, uh, I will say, I don't know where that number comes from, but I mean, it it feels more intense than a a run of the mill uh, come and go penile orgasm. Okay, great. Um,. Uh, and then there is this, uh, we'll have to talk about a little bit, like there is this thing where um, like everything on prostates I looked up, it was like, it's not gay, straight people do it, it's fine, it's cool, do it, it's not out of taboo. Like everything was trying to explain to people that like, it, it's okay, straight dudes, you can do it without being gay. I was actually looking for terrible shit, because sometimes I want terrible shit to like read and like, I saw this Quora question that someone was like, is it gay to do No, it's terrible already. It was on Quora. <laughs> it's already pretty low bar. No, like, uh, but I was looking for terrible answers. Like, yeah, it's so gay, but like, but everyone was like, no, it's not gay. It's about the orientation of the people involved, not the. So it was boring and correct and PC. Um, Boo. I know, but what I can say is this: um, uh, sex toy place. Oh, I should Lilo dot com. Okay. The eighty um, percent of women said they would perform a prostate massage on their partner. Oh. That's God's work. <laughs> Thank you, 80% of ladies. <laughs> that should be like a question on Tinder. Just like, let's get this out up front. Um, and 71% of straight men in a relationship have tried or would try a prostate massage. Wow, that seems high. I know. But also, that's why this like this. Oh, and then the sex toy manufacturers like, guess who can help you do it? Us. You all want. But like, so what my more of my takeaway is that people have to do research people feel like they have to prove to straight people it's okay sure and whether that number is correct or not they're trying to use this number to say uh like a ton of straight guys want to do it so that to kind of help them feel better about themselves for wanting yeah to do that which it is it is nice to know some of those numbers or or know that other people think about it and want it to that you're not alone and all that good stuff so it's interesting that it it aggregated have or want to to into that 71 percent because i would want the breakdown of those Mm -hmm. things i mean how many actually have versus want to and haven't gotten the fuck over themselves to try 
be cool. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, and this is something where I presume... I used to like do all this data analytics and have to present it to clients. So yeah, I take... If I was doing this study straight men in a relationship I would have looked at all men and like done a lot of things and found the biggest number and I bet you the biggest number was straight men in a relationship and uh and have or would try so you can get the biggest number yeah that's how data works Ugh, as a data analyst that makes me cringe which I mean marketing people are terrible okay okay (laughs) and picking data points to make to align with bias it is an important yes dan life would be beautiful and happy and magical if everyone were perfect and nice and honest but we live in the real world where you need to know yeah that the data that's presented is handpicked by someone to tell you a thing they want you to know so figuring out what their motives are is really important in figuring out the context of data why aren't we not talk we're not talking about this um prostate. 67 of statistics are made up right on the spot <laughs> Great. Um, I would like that broken down by the number that are made up within the past millisecond. I'll get my people on that and get back to you. <laughs> That's the best answer to any question you don't know. Anywho, um, straight guys, it's okay to, I, I would say this, you have a pleasure button in your butt, like to find out that you can have a 33% more intense orgasm, like it's one of those things like straight dudes love their penises and it, it's ejaculate and like the act of doing things with it and feeling good. It's just so weird that there's this one thing that's off that, that makes them feel gay. Like there's one super pleasurable thing that makes them feel kind of gay. So that's why they get nervous about it or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's prostate orgasms. Great. Okay. End of segment. Well, before we go into the next one, then let's take a oh, let's take a pause. Yeah. Dan, what are the kids saying? I saw Urethra Franklin and stopped reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there was there was definitely some chatter about uh, prostate fluid. Uh, someone asked if it came out of their butt. Um, I don't know if that's a serious question or not. Uh, yeah, that I've pooped a, a variety of fluids. Yeah, I can't always tell what's what. Four minutes, or else it's broken. Look, okay, not a doctor, and I say that I remind you all of that regularly. I am not a doctor, and I'm reasonably certain nobody has had prosthetic fluid come out their butthole, their own anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what if it leaks into your? okay okay go you go you do your segment mike (laughs) okay great hey kyle hey mike it's a live stream Uh uh-huh which is always fun and happy and lovely yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about cancer (laughs) great (laughs) okay great let's do it um so i want to talk about prostate cancer and and the reason i want to talk about prostate cancer is because people who have prostates are susceptible to getting cancer of it (laughs) (laughs) Also, I will point out, we were talking about, like, the language to say, like, who commonly has prostates. But in general, when you're talking about prostates, people who have prostates is the most gender neutral, like, trans inclusive, like, that kind of language is the language to go for. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what I really want to talk about is that 
There's a lot of prostate cancer in the universe, and it is the second most common cancer globally. So Damn. Uh, it is the fifth leading cause of cancer-related death in men. Uh, um, What's the is the first one breast cancer? What's the number one? I think cancer? it's skin cancer. Skin. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> but I might be wrong about that. Dan's going to correct me because he's tickety typing away. I can Great. see him. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, and I was doing something else. What am I looking for? Number one cancer. Number one cancer. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do Family Feud for cancer here in a second. <laughs> Survey. Everyone, <sense>. everyone, <laughs> get out your cancer brackets. Yeah. Let's see what's. And what What's your guess, Kyle? I said breast cancer. I said skin. That's number two answer on the board. And uh, Mike, what's your number one? Skin. Nope, not even in the top four. Pro, uh, uh, pancreas. Uh, no. I'll give you a hint. Ooh. If you smoke, it's more like you'll Oh, lung cancer. cancer. Yeah, that's... Lung cancer. Boo. Um, well, this Wikipedia article says that it is the second most common cancer, prostate cancer. Maybe that's just among men. Um, anyway. This one says number four, but that would, yeah. Yeah. We're not going to go compare two articles together for the next five minutes. So, so, uh, a lot of prostate cancer initially shows no symptoms. People don't even know that they have it. And then by the time it gets bad enough that you notice it's real bad, uh, the, the cancer spreads pretty easily to other areas of the body, particularly the bones and the lymph nodes. And uh, the, the, the symptoms when you start having them include pain or difficulty urinating, blood in the urine, pain in the pelvis or back. Um, and it's also possible to have those symptoms from benign prostatic hyperplasia, just swollen, swollen prostate, big prostate. Um uh, other late symptoms include fatigue due to low levels of red blood cells. And also prostate cancer tends to um, pretty often grows really slowly such that a lot of times doctors will choose to not treat it at all because it's mm. growing so slowly something else is going to kill you. And that's what happened to my grandfather. My, my dad's dad uh, who has passed had prostate cancer but they chose not to treat it because he was in his 80s and hmm. the prostate cancer wasn't going to kill him for 20 years. So yeah. and cancer as... treatment would probably be like ravishing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's totally right. Um, which, uh, you know, just get your prostate checked. That's what the finger wave is for. <laughs> how how often, like at what age? It's, it's like for men, like over 40 or 50, right? That it's more... Most likely over 40 for sure. A lot of people say get it checked at 40. I don't think that that's a medically sound decision. Mm. I think that um, uh, 50 is more likely about 99% of cases occur after age 50. Mm. As always, listen to your doctor, whatever your doctor says, that's what you should fucking do. But it's also always good to know, like doctors should tell you all this shit, but like you also know (laughs) about it and ask them about it and, and be insistent. Yep. Also, I get my prostate checked every night. Hey, oh, <laughs> I need to change my straightest of the week. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I, 
So other factors for risk include a high uh, diet high in processed meat, red meat, or milk products. So I'm on keto, so I'm fucked. Uh, or or low in certain vegetables. There is an association with gonorrhea that has been found, which yep. is um, um, uh, no reason for that has has been identified. But that, that's one of the the reasons that gay men who are more sexually active are at a higher risk for prostate cancer than because there's something about gonorrhea that. Like that's correlation kind of thing. Well, so the whole thing, the whole thing, the fucking evangelicals would have a heyday with this, but but gay men do tend to have more sexual partners and tend to have uh, more unsafe sex. Our society pushes heterosexual people towards marriage, which is sexually safer. Boring. Um. So anything that is correlated with STIs tends to be a bigger problem in, in uh, gay men and gonorrhea is associated with prostate cancer. So therefore gay men tend to have a higher problem with hmm. prostate cancer. Um, so <laughs> something that I thought was super interesting that I'd never heard before researching this. Um, there is a risk associated with BRCA mutations, which you might know BRCA as being no, no, uh, breast cancer it it, yeah. it 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 is associated with breast cancer in women so it's it's like the same the same mutation the same ge- genetic problem causes breast cancer uh, and it and can increase the risk of prostate cancer in hmm. in men which i thought was which i thought was pretty interesting yeah so what do you do about it what do you do exercise Ugh. change your diet Ugh. i know i know but you're gonna like this one Jerk off. Jizz more. I do know that thing so, about prostate. <laughs> if, you, if you want to reduce your risk of prostate cancer, research suggests that you may want to make more frequent date nights in bed or simply engage in more self-pleasure. A study from the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health found that more frequent ejaculation correlated with a lower incidence of a prostate cancer diagnosis. Excuse me. That's, that's good. That's good Prosecco. <laughs> And um, the study showed that the sweet spot is to ejaculate at least 21 times or more per month. Oh, wow. So we're talking like nearly daily, which I know that there are some people I've heard. Anyway, I'm not one of them. I, I'm like, I'm on a daily schedule, but uh, a lot of people don't come every day they don't masturbate they don't have sex and um that you you should fix that uh if if you ejaculate 21 times or more per month it drops your risk of prostate cancer by almost 20 percent what if you ejaculate like 50 times like how many <laughs> is there an upper limit to the benefit or is it like exponential just i this, i have negative prostate cancer mike right, right. <laughs> Like other people should sit next to you because their prostate <laughs> yes. cancer risk goes yes, down, like radiation, just by virtue of being in the same zone. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I it's it's interesting because like those symptoms you listed at the beginning are, are seem can come across as innocuous until, like you know, lower back pain or yeah. like having to pee. Like there are some of those things that on their own, or if they're not super severe, you may not question. So that yeah. seems like one of those things where like. If you if you try to like Google your symptoms, like maybe we all have prostate cancer, you know, like. Yeah. But that. Yeah. Well, and as your prostate enlarges, uh, it increases a marker in your blood called PSA, your prostate specific antigen, and that is a number that your doctor will 
look at over time. And uh, uh, why did I just say that? So like there's there's a blood test that you can take that actually like at least in this regard measures your prostate health. Huh. And a lot of men as they age uh, have an enlarged prostate, whether cancerous or not, and then struggle with things like urination. Mm. Um, and that's sort of what we all have to look forward to as we age, Kyle. Does that mean I have to play with my prostate more as I get older? I mean, you're going to whether I say to or not. So <laughs> and my, I'm hoping like as I get older, my butt loose, like it just gets saggy and looser. So I could just like, you know, like it's not going to be an exploration mission. It's just going to be like a like age will fix your tiny butthole. Is that yeah, what things sag and, you know, just <laughs> really even out and open up. And... Oh, OK, great. Cool. OK, great. Last, Last. I wanted to talk about. Uh, an article that Dan found and sent me that came out on June 10th of 2019. So just last year, we got our first clinical guidance on anal sex after prostate cancer. So Hmm. UK doctors and surgeons have finally started studying anal sex, should you have it or not, and when. And... uh, They just... That's interesting. It's because doctors are like kind of homophobic like we don't study shit about gay people that's why you need to find a gay affirming doctor who actually pays attention to this shit because on the whole doctors are pretty terrible about this yeah yeah yeah. um so quote men are normally advised to resume sexual activity soon after prostate cancer treatments in order to help preserve their erectile function however the increased likelihood of participating in anal sex means that some groups of patients, gays, <laughs> uh, gay and bisexual men in particular, have different risks, such as the possibility of anal sex causing physical damage after a prostate operation or radiotherapy. Ugh. We found that most oncologists and surgeons don't ask patients about their sexual orientation or sexual practices, which means some men won't get the appropriate advice and support they need to continue having a safe and fulfilling sex life. Um, so... As always, listen to your doctor, but also, this is kind of fucked up advice. Make sure your doctor knows you're gay. Mm. And if they don't like that, find a new fucking doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I understand I'm, is like, that's a that's a position of privilege on my part. Cause, to be able to have. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I, I remember when I um, uh, had ish, butt issues and had to see a, a doctor. Uh, this is before my butt enlargement surgery. And um, the doctor was like trying to figure out, she was like, okay, you have blood in your like in your butt like when you wipe but like if it doesn't hurt too bad like why does that matter and like so she was asking all these questions eventually got to like oh because it like hurts when i have sex and she's like oh why didn't you say that and it's like mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna very first be like so i take it in the as a lot is hard right now <laughs> like it was just she was like so confused as to why it was important and then and then when i said that was it was like i was the stupid one for i don't know it was just very weird because it's not like you were asking the questions maybe you should start with like yeah i don't know anyway um hey kyle hey oh hey mike we can stop talking about cancer now or do i have more on it oh do you have more cancer shit no or but shit I could. cancer do you have shit cancer <laughs> <laughs> no but I, but i could have but i don't okay. um Okay, before we move on to my segment, then. Oh, yeah. Fucking Dan. Dan. Any, anything to share? How much did I fuck up, Dan? Oh, <laughs> uh, I think you did fine. Thanks. Uh, there was some reiterate, like some reaffirming of like the age 50 is when testing for, oh, okay. uh, for prostate cancer is usually recommended. Um, uh, someone mentioned that they 
ejaculate about 21 times a week. So Ooh, great good. overachiever. Keep us updated. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how it goes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm now we're going to get to the good stuff. Okay, great. You've, you've, you've sat through the cancer talk. Yep. Now let's get to the fun stuff. Yep. Prostate play. Okay, great. Um, I, I assume talking about this will then lead segue. Sure. Okay. Sure. I, there are a lot of articles out there about, um, how to find, use your prostate, what to do with it, how to do it. Um, and I picked, uh, the one on teenhealthsource.com because it was like it was like a little bit condescending in a way that I enjoyed I don't know it was okay. it was just the the most enjoyable okay um Wait, like like it was written by a Karen where are you going with this it was like it was written for teens it was like oh. okay so the first uh, it was talking about how like we more often talk about anal play than prostate play which kept prostate play i've never like that sounds weird prostate stimulation boop boop in the boop in the snoop um that's that the technical term (laughs) yes yes boop in the snoop is that what you said oh i said snoop like that's what you call boop in a dog but i'm glad you said no we need to it needs to not be the same as me touching my dog's nose because like that's a little boop Boop in the the snoop snoop. dog I hate everything. Okay, so when they were talking about anal play versus prostate play, they said, quote, like, for starters, they're both sex acts that involve the butt area. (laughs) So the fact that they started with the word like at the beginning of the sentence is like, this is how I talk, too. This is speaking to me. That's not true. Like, for starters. We just said you can play with your prostate through your taint. You don't have to go up there. Well, the the butt area. Area. That whole, that whole... (laughs) But situation, that whole hole that you, and everything associated with it. Um, so the prostate is a walnut sized gland uh, connected to your urethra. I guess I was going to say that at some point. Um, connected to your urethra. It is located below your bladder, mm-hmm. between your rectum and the base of the penis. So that's why. Uh, rectum? Damn near killed him. Great. <laughs> penis. <laughs> I damn near blew it. No, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't work with that one. Um, oh, Jesus. So uh, between your rectum and the base of the penis, that's what I was talking about before. You can like touch it externally uh, via the taint. Um, so that can actually help you find it. Because um, I mean, a lot of this focus on like, how do you how do you find it? And then what do you do with it? What's you, what do you do once you find it? Um, apparently a prostate has muscles because that helps with like the semen. I didn't know it had its own muscles. So that's cool. Work out. Is there like a prostate Kegel? <laughs> can you like... <laughs> Can you get a trainer for that? Hold on. I'm stretching my prostate now. Okay. Uh, and it is sensitive, which is why we're talking about this. What? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Um, uh, by stimulating it, some people can orgasm hands-free, which we've all seen in the porn. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Thirty-three percent bigger orgasm, apparently. Um, so to prepare, so now we'll get into like how to actually like let's really get into it. Yeah, let's really boop the snoop. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, first, prepare. You don't bruise your prostate. That's probably a bad idea. But like, mm, I want to bruise mine. Okay. <laughs> I want to fuck it up. Great. Okay, uh, wreck that wreck prostate. that prostate. Um, uh, 
so to prepare, I mean, a lot of these things will, will seem familiar because like, even if you haven't gotten to the prostate, like you might've put your finger out the butt or fingering a woman, like or fingering a vagina. Like there are a lot of some, anyway, trim your fingernails. Yeah. Cause no one wants that. No one wants that scrape. This is there. a really good sign. I have not recently been putting my fingers in my butthole. <laughs> how long your finger? You can. It's like a uh, the re, the rings on a tree. We yeah. can see how long it's been since you've put your finger in your butt by your fingernail length. Yep. Um. Uh. Uh. Of course, clean out your butt. Yeah. If you're a gay man, this is nothing new. You 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 got it. You get it. Um. Uh. Where if you want protection, you can wear gloves that's you know yeah hey okay don't knock that like i have a a thing of gloves in my bathroom and uh uh, i've started using those things for everything like i cut jalapenos wearing them because i don't want to accidentally touch my dick later and like but there's something about like if if i'm gonna play with my butt like having something that i can still feel sensation through but is gonna like be something I can pull off later hmm. relieves a lot of anxiety hmm. about like that's where the poop comes out and I know that and then I worry about that and then like I'm worrying about that instead of like figuring shit out and having fun but yeah. like yeah put, like it's good it's yeah. like yeah yeah and you, I mean, you just you just seem to be poo-pooing the gloves for the poo-poo correct <laughs> You you read that correctly. <laughs> you correctly interpreted. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, that's probably great, uh, like, advice. <laughs> that's probably helpful for someone. Like, yeah, having, if that helps reduce your anxiety, especially if you, like, I would, I always suggest, like, trying with yourself, playing with yourself first to figure yourself out. Yeah. And so, yeah, if putting on a glove um, helps relieve that anxiety and helps you actually get to the fun stuff. Sure. sure. I just really like to get in there, I you know, know, like get yeah. real personal with okay. myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, and they, they also say relax, which is the worst advice to give to anyone because like, relax, while I'm, <laughs> you know, while you're feeling around anyway. But the point is being relaxed is important. So yeah, if you have anxiety, if you're worried about it, if you like, you know, it, it may be more difficult to find. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you want to do it, uh, to, then, so now you're ready. Yeah. Now you're clean. Yeah. Now you're good. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. You're, you got your glove on. Yeah. Um, so of course, gradually, and a lot of this again, like we know how to put stuff in our butt. So like, this, um, although they did say, try gradually inserting things into the anus. And they <laughs> said things because like, that could mean a lot of things. There's yeah. plenty a, of things to insert. A G.I. Joe. Sure. <laughs> put, wait, get up, put up the G.I. Joe's hand and then put his hand and then it's like the G.I. Joe's doing it. <laughs> that's, a, that's an old Eddie Murphy sketch, by the way. That's not oh, really? my joke, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it my idea to have the G.I. Joe touch your prostate I mean, with like, its little G.I. Like, Joe hand? Like putting the G.I. Joe hand up and then like, and then that's that's all you. That's me? Ah, yeah. oh, man, that sounds so hot. I want G.I. Joe to finger me. <laughs> there's a... There's that... <laughs> okay. Who is this gentleman? It's one of my nephew's toys that he left okay, here. Okay, well, all right. Well... <laughs> That was fun for a little bit until you mentioned your infant nephew. Well, he's like 
10 now, so whatever. That's an infant, right? <laughs> What's an infant? Is there a technical definition? Dan, don't answer that. I don't care. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> stick things in your butt. Great. Uh, they said use water-based lube, which I like silicone-based lube. Okay. Why? Because water-based lube, I have to keep reapplying. That's true. Silicone, like, it's going to stick there afterwards, so you really got to, like, wash your hands. And- okay, the problem with silicone-based lube is, like, you might be trying to drive to the grocery store the next day and can't grip the steering wheel because it does not come off. <laughs> but like, but you're ready to get fucked for like the next three days. <laughs> like, you hear that silicone's there. Okay. It's, it's like setting up shop there. It's waiting outside a Dave Matthews concert for days. Trying Life's to get about in. choices, Kyle. <laughs> so use the lube you want, I guess. Um, uh, and okay this is the biggest tip i probably should have started with this and i'm gonna do visual things as which is great for a prostate nope well yeah but great for a podcast so if you to try to figure out where it is if you are facing a person if you are face to face with a person (laughs) i don't like whatever improv game we're doing where you're mirroring me exactly um and you put your finger up their butt yeah and then you would pull the, your finger towards you. Like a come ear motion. Yep. Come. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, it, it, two to three inches inside your butt. Um, it may feel like you have to pee. Um, so that that's a good sign. That's mm-hmm. like you're getting there. Um, and uh, and then like, yeah, then you can just feel around. You'll feel like a bump. You'll feel it. It says it feels like a round bulb of tissue. Um, and. I don't like that phrase at all. Yeah, that's less hot. Well, like everything else described it as a walnut sized thing. Like none of it sounds super sexy. Like we need a better, like prostate sounds too medical, but like gland of tissue sounds weird or walnut. I like touch my walnut. Your walnut of love. Yeah. No, we, (laughs) we need a better, like a sexual word. Like dick is like a. It's not a medical word. It's like a sexual word for penis. Have you ever heard it called your he spot? Yeah, I called it that. Then, yeah. I did. Wait, did I? I wrote that in a in Oh, a you thing, did? That's right. Reading. You totally did. You totally did. Did I make that up or did I accidentally steal it? I don't know. It's one of those things that I was like, I'm really funny. Wait, I must have stolen this from someone. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and... Uh, this is a little bit less from their article now, like from my experience, like I think quarantine is the perfect time to be doing this because like you only got time to feel your prostate like that. Like (laughs) what are you doing? If not touching your prostate in every zoom meeting, um, don't do that. It's no, do it. You do what you do. Whatever you want to do. Harassment to be fingering yourself. Um, so it is something um, that I think is useful. Uh, sex toys, I think, are really helpful. Or if you want to start easy, like start with, with fingers, great. But if you're already used to like butt plugs and stuff, you maybe like a butt plug can touch your like your prostate while it's in there, which is like so you may have felt that kind of like sensation with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like really tar- specifically targeting it with a finger or something like you can like really more specifically target it and, and hit it and it feels great. So, um, yeah, you can just like the biggest thing, honestly, is like feeling around for it. And, hmm. and for me, what? <laughs> go, go on a search. Look, look around the corner. <laughs> like, like, 
don't just don't just open the door to the refrigerator and assume that because you don't see it, it's not there. You need to like look behind shit. Yeah. To, like, yeah, when you're snackish and you just open your fridge and close it, you're not like you're not getting the full picture of everything that's inside of it. Yeah, yeah I, totally. Great. So really get in there. Um, yeah. So like if you're doing it to yourself, then your finger or or toy would like if you were like laying down like you it would go like inside you like this and then you'd try to go up. So that's why I think like sex toys like vibrators mm-hmm. or whatever are helpful and then basically like just move it around until you get there and you'll feel like a sensation of having to pee or it'll feel weird like it's not going to be like you touch it and like boom you know fireworks um mm-hmm. uh, but you'll feel it and then at first it may feel weird or uncomfortable like you have to pee but but just keep rolling with it and keep even if you kind of feel that feel around to see like you know uh, the spot you'll find the spot mm-hmm. and then once you find it, once you lock in on it, then you can do your regular jerking off while you're doing that. And boy, howdy, okay. 33% bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple uh, uh, questions that FAQs that I wanted to include from this article that I loved. Um, uh, what if it feels weird the first time? Yeah. They say, maybe it just feels weird because it's the first time. <laughs> That's the sound. That's the best, most condescending oh, phrase. Sounding. That- sounding is a great way to reach your prostate, apparently, although it really? terrifies me. But yeah, because it's like because the prostate's around the urethra, if you find something that you can shove down in there far enough, then you get to your prostate and you can they can like stimulate that shit directly. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I, I It's also a sound piece of advice. That's <laughs> great. Sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry. I'm drinking, drinking more wine. To um, uh, I did see someone in the comments say mention something about how me like filling the, <laughs> pouring the rest of the wine into my glass. Um, uh, to answer the question, is it gay? Um, yes. The way they yes, so gay. <laughs> you touch a man's prostate, and it's his gay switch. <laughs> uh, when I do it, it is. Uh, sex acts are only defined by the bodies involved, not the orientations of the people involved, which I liked that phrasing of it. Um, and this is, this is going to go back to the straight thing. Um, which is what I call straight people, (laughs) the straight thing, (laughs) the straight part of the world. Um, for some people, maybe specifically cisgender hetero men, maybe specifically as a oxymoron if i ever heard one uh maybe specifically cisgender hetero men having stuff in and around their butts is a new sexual experience Mm -hmm. cishet men are often dealing with it being both a new physical sensation but also also an emotional one since there's so much stigma and mental stuff around men being penetrated okay do you think knowing me now that is accurate or not accurate to describe me as cishet when married to my ex-wife no no you mean like now retroactively yeah i mean still no but yeah no because she was obsessed with trying to touch my butthole (laughs) oh she sounds gay and i girl (laughs) uh i would not let her i would not let her oh and absolutely not that's a no-go zone thank you very much and um it was it why because i didn't want to be gay yo okay okay well i I, that's what i assumed i just wanted to really totally get there um did she and when you when you said no go no fly zone did 
did she respect that? It sounds like she was still pushing. She them? did. Like she'd bring it up pretty regularly, but oh. like I would say no, and she would like for all of her faults, she <laughs> at least could respect a physical boundary of don't touch my butthole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to surprise someone by touching their prostate. <laughs> That's not a yeah. That's not a Christmas surprise. And then she was always like, you can touch mine first. I'm like, I just, no, I don't like, <laughs> no one needs to touch anyone's butthole. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. To get over your discomfort of butt touching, start with me. Um, I also think it's, it's just, I, I get the focus on explaining to cishet dudes that it's c- totally cool to touch a, touch your butt and it's fine. But it's uh, a little bit of this. When I was reading, it was like, you know, it's a it's a bigger emotional burden for straight people because, you know, the, the the concept of men being penetrated is taboo or whatever. Like, it's hard for gay people. I didn't. I remember when I was closeted and watching porn, I would see anal sex and think it was gross. Mm-hmm. Probably because I was conditioned. Probably because like of where I was developmentally. Like not like you know any kind of butt stuff seems weird. But like yeah, I thought it was gross. I had issues that I need to get over and I don't know, just prioritizing straight dudes feelings about their emotional feelings about getting butted up. Like mm. it's just, mm. I don't know. And I, I get it, but I just was kind of annoyed with that at that for some reason. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or am I being too sensitive? It, it makes sense. And you're being too sensitive, okay. but, but <laughs> story of my life. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. I don't think that's unreasonable. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're that welcome. is, teenhealthsource.com your your source for a little bit sarcastic or snarky comments about your prostate uh fucking dan any comments yeah yeah uh this actually people are coming out of the woodwork here uh the the cancer didn't really bring everyone out apparently prostate cancer isn't isn't really the like comment generating interesting that interesting we were interesting uh terrence uh said that he would be down with gi joe uh if it was channing tatum from the movies yeah same or demi lovato De- demi lovato no demi more in gi jane gi jane she could touch my prostate <laughs> okay uh Ebert, uh, there's some advice around lubes. Uh, Ebert said that uh, if you're using water-based lube, having a small spray bottle uh, nearby because it'll kind of reactivate it. Also, if your cat's acting up, two for one. (laughs) Yeah. We're fucking, go away. (laughs) (laughs) Lube, 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 lube. (laughs) Do free me? Do free Make sure that spray bottle has warm water in it, not cold water. Um, uh, uh, They also said that dish soap is... Uh, their go-to for getting lubes off the body so keep a little dish soap in your in your shower to to help clean that off uh okay. jefferson mentioned that he thought he spot was a sexy term yeah mm-hmm. i like uh, it and also yeah yeah and he also uh pointed out that sounding allows you to directly hit the the prostate uh internally yeah that's what you said, Mike. That's that's what I, I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to offend that person. Oh, I can. Hey, that's what Mike said if you were listening. But thank you for saying that. You might, you might have put the comment out before I said it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's hard. I, yeah. Uh, and then uh, there was just various discussions of prostate massagers like the Anaros and, and other ones. Yeah. Okay, great. 
I'm just assuming that's how prostate massagers sound. Sploosh. Okay. <laughs> our last, our last segment. Yeah, let's. This is the last. Super one. duper comfy. I'm sorry. I just brought a fuck ton of downers today. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's why I brought uppers. <clears throat> Great. Um, my prostate is broken. No, that's funny. That's what's an upper to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Go, go on though. Go on. I, yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, so my prostate is broken. I mean, it's not broken, but, like, for all of the stuff that I've put up my butt, it's certainly not fun. Like, uh, I, I... Oh, I got drunk, Kyle. That's what happened. Okay, so, so here's the thing. Your penis. <laughs> <laughs> We're, let's really start at the beginning. <laughs> Kyle's penis specifically? No. no. Penis, the general concept of Nick Jonas. <laughs> the general penis. concept of Nick Jonas's penis. Okay. On the ventral side below the head is the frenulum. That's that like really, really sensitive part just right below the head. I'm going to get you like, a best frenulum bracelet. <laughs> great. <laughs> best frenulum. Dan, new merch. I want that. Um... <laughs> Okay, so the thing is, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. I I can't express strongly enough how sensitive and awesome, but sensitive, my nipples are. That, like, feels like somebody grabbing my frenulum. Like, mm. it is super intense, erotic, fun, fantastic, I love it, please do more of that. I have never experienced a pleasurable sensation from my prostate. Hmm. Just, I have not. Hmm. And I've bottomed a lot. Like, not... Like, I, I was mostly the top in my most recent marriage, but, like, I... Dudes have been up there. Yeah, you know what yep. I mean? You're uh, no spring uh, dickin'. Yeah, and 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 I just I just I just don't get it. Like I very much enjoy bottoming, but that's all about like the emotionality of it. That's mm. like the 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 erotic like he's getting something out of it. Uh, like I I really do enjoy it, but then like I hear other gay men bottoms saying like it's 33% better. <laughs> like like some magic shit is happening in their ass and like i have never identified with that i've never felt that and i it like sometimes i'm joking obviously but like i think my prostate is broken yeah like, like that's what i mean when i say that yeah when i'm joking about that yeah yeah i just got deja vu have we talked about this personally yeah or on the podcast both, or both. okay okay um yeah i i i understand the feeling of not understanding like the bottoming thing in um but then i like it was one of those things where mostly I, I just didn't understand how to do it so mostly that was why um but then like every now and then i'd like get a real good dick and then be and like it'd be like all this you know it'd be like uh get it in there uncomfortable blah blah, blah. and then all of a sudden it'd like go oh and there was like a very different feeling of like all of a sudden the it beginning was like, of lion king <laughs> It was like Elton John was inside me. Like it's, it's um, yeah. Then it like moves over to this like feeling of like oh now I get it. And I didn't ever associate that with like the prostate part. Like, and I, I mean I I think yeah I think that's it. Because like when I, now nowadays when I use butt plugs I know like the if I like 
move it around. <laughs> Be like shake its hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, then then it'll uh, feel better. So I, th- I think it's that. So have have you have you searched for it on your own? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. To to no success. Here's the thing. Here's the hope in this. We don't have to spend too much time on my my prostate. Um, Let's do it. What else are we doing? That's I mean, literally what we need to do. Yeah. Or someone needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that you have said a couple of times, and I've read it a couple of times too, is the sensation of having to pee. Yeah. And I've definitely encountered that. Mm multiple times mm-hmm. as a bottom and I feel real bad but like those are like the biggest dicks of all eternity that I've had that sensation with and at the time when it was happening I was like oh I have to pee and like stopped him yeah and then went to the bathroom and I'm like but I'm not peeing I don't have to pee yeah but then, like, am I doomed to, like, only get, like, can I only get there with, like, the <laughs> gigantic dicks of the world? Because that's not good, because there's not that many out there. There's enough. <laughs> there's, <laughs> no, I oh, I would I would say, um, it, so it might not be that your prostate's broken. You just might not know it well enough. Because... I, so in my head, the narrative that I tell myself is that it's small and hard to get to. That's my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to get to. <laughs> um, um, so the fact that you have felt the need to pee. Yeah. That's a good sign. But then stopped it, understandably, because that's confusing. Like I think it's similar to like when you're getting... Like I, I, I shit in a dude's bed once, so like when the pee is about to happen, I'm like, let's nope, Although, stop that train. But I mean, pee is a little bit easier because you could like pee on yourself, and you can keep it. Di- that that's not an immediate. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. some people, you know, yeah, just do, just do what you want. <laughs> Everything's fine, everybody. Um, so what I have you, I, I, it is three to four inches inside there. So you, I don't, you do not need like a giant gaping dick. That's not how you describe dicks at all. Like a big, huge dick to get there. Yeah, that's true. But so I, it, it might be about girth. Maybe, maybe. Um, I, I didn't write it down, but on the, the, the Gata, the, uh, the, the sex toy Gata, it was like, uh, stimulating your prostate makes your erection thicker, <laughs> like firmer and thicker. Like measurably so? Uh, I assume that they're scientists and measured lots of penises in their study. If you if, if your prostate is getting hit, measure the the thickness of your dick and see how it compares. <laughs> Time out. Hey, <laughs> we got we to we do a scientific. You stay there. Keep going. I'm gonna go get the yeah. Um. So, I would say, you have it. You've accidentally whatever felt like gotten close to there and it's similar to when you're getting fucked and feel like you have to poop like it's just like the sensation is like you don't know your your mind doesn't yet know the difference between these things also like because it's on your urethra like you could be close but not totally there so i think uh you should try it on your own then Hmm. and then when you get that feeling to pee 
pee first and that way like you can be pretty calm even though you'll feel it that you'll feel pretty confident that you don't actually have to and then if like something crazy happens i don't know it's you're by yourself so you're fine um and uh, sometimes i'll feel like i have to pee and then like uh, it's like in that area then so there are other places that it like starts to feel good and you can and and feeling around like i think i think everyone's going to be in a little bit different place so that's another part of it that like you're not gonna like you can't tell someone exactly where it is mine might be in detroit (laughs) (laughs) i left my prostate in detroit that's my that's my favorite garth brooks song (laughs) um uh yeah and and, um like uh, the the, some dude that i was hooking up with was both smoking hot had a great dick and also like knew about this he was like did you know that your anal cavity goes this way and you like that so like my mine like is up in a little bit like is an anal cartographer or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was the Amerigo Vespucci. Is that his name? Of anal mapping? Yep. That's my favorite joke you've ever told in <laughs> that this I episode. I stumbled through <laughs> with an inquisitive question mark. So uh, the point is, I, I think that's also a benefit of the external stimulation on your taint is that you can, can you a little bit help you kind of like figure out what it is where it is and a little bit of pressure what it feels like so when you get to it like don't like you're not like you're not like jabbing at it like a you're you know you're not like stabbing your republican neighbor like you're Mm -hmm. you're um like apply pressure to it and you can move that pressure around or and that again like feeling around to figure out where it feels good and and it, it definitely keep feels better and better as you find it find the right spot and keep going it feels better and better Okay. So I would say my suggestion, Mike, your homework. <laughs> yeah, sure. Is to do more uh, self-exploration. I also use a, like a little toy. So I think toys are helpful. I have, I have toys. You do? Yeah. Go, yeah, go do it. I mean, not now, but do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Just look around. I'll work on it. It's look, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's hiding in plain sight. All right. Up your butt. Um. Before we take a break, yeah. like what what's up, Dan? Yeah, any last uh, prostate um, comments? A couple people suggested that maybe uh, fisting is the way you should go, Mike, so that you're <laughs> somebody's sure to hit that prostate, or uh, you have no choice but to hit it. That that <laughs> seems like having a mosquito infestation and using an A bomb to take care <laughs> of it, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, someone else pointed out that a, a, a big dick, specifically a long dick, will just go right past it. Though I'll add that unless they're a great top that knows how to, you know, find the right angle. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I coach is particularly adept at finding a specific angle. He loves to hit a prostate again and again and again to make the, the bottom. He's fucking like go fucking insane. Like the closest I ever get uh, with him and bobby and anyway to you know those like straight porns and the women seem like they're it's like all acting and they're like ah, they're just like crazy and it, like their eyes are rolling and like i'm like this can't be real like the closest i get to that is when someone's pounding my prostate so okay. you have to get past that, that pee feeling just keep going don't worry about it <laughs> all right don't worry about it um <laughs> and then finally uh ae suggests a tarp and uh, also suggested that maybe you should get with a trans guy so they can pick a perfect size strap on to hit it perfectly. Oh, 
And you could keep swapping dicks until you find the right one. <laughs> I mean, that's why I want to fuck Commander Data. It's basically the same thing. I'm down. Right. <laughs> that's either offensive to trans people or the writers of Star Trek. And I'm not sure who. <laughs> I'm not sure which one or both, but great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Um we found it. We found my prostate. We found it. We got there. <laughs> Should we take yeah, a break? Yeah, after pee. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. <laughs> hey! Oh, fuck me running. That's terrible. That's so... Well, it would be better for his peach, but that's fine. Oh, we do a shot... During the break on all of our live streams. Yeah. That was a bad idea. Things we started and just did one time, we just keep doing. Yep. Uh, So are we back? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. We're back. (laughs) We're back. Sorry. I forgot we were still doing this show. Yep. Um, We're going to do our gayest and straightest? We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but Oh, BT dubs. Um, If you you want uh, Dan to look at your gayest and straightest and potentially read it. Go ahead and submit it in the Facebook chat. Yes, Dan is looking for a gayest and straightest from the audience, so please send those in so he has a lot to choose from. Yeah. And a quick programming note, we have been doing these live streams the last Saturday of the month, every month since March or April, I think March. And uh, we have decided that next month, the end of September, September 26th, that's going to be our last monthly cadence live stream there will be future live streams but just not on a uh sort of forced yeah uh, timeline yeah mostly because of halloween and thanksgiving and christmas uh for for the rest of the year so uh yeah so hang out with us on september 26th because that'll be the the last time for a while until we figure out when we're going to do more yeah um yeah our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on social media, including Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Insta, Instagram, at <laughs> gayishpodcast, or put in the site and go and slash gayishpodcast. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our... I got distracted because it says our live video was interrupted and I don't know why. Um, what am I saying? Our email? Email. Yeah. Gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it froze up again. Mm. It's back. We're back. Again. We're back. Okay. Um, and our physical mailing address is Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. I thought I could multitask by opening a wine bottle and reading out our end things. Because I was like, I do both of these so often that I should be... But no. No, I still can't. Okay. Do you, here, do you want some time? No. Okay. Do you want to do our gays and straightest? I guess. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, so I have time like, to... Not listen to me and you can open that instead? <laughs> it's regular life, Mike. This is how we do. Yeah, go for it. Great. Uh, so the gayest thing about me this week... Oh, man. Okay. 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 I am old. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned how to type in the 80s. <laughs> I had junior high typing classes, and they drilled into us that after punctuation, it is two yep. spaces between sentences. Same. That's what I learned. Okay. 
it is automatic. I can't stop. Like I type real fast. I type like 110, 120 words a minute. Like, mm-hmm. what? And I have a giant <laughs> dick too, Kyle. Deal with it. Like I, I just. I, I have can't. a prostate the size of three <laughs> walnuts. I can't. I can't not do it. Yeah. And then there have been lots of articles lately about that's wrong now. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be just one. Facebook will take out your double spaces what? and make them single space. And when I found out, I lost my shit. <laughs> I had a gay hissy fit. <laughs> I freaked out like the <laughs> I'm real gay. That was real gay. I was like, I just I can't I can't I can't stop. Like <laughs> Um that's my favorite mic reaction to anything. <laughs> I just love I just love everything about that so much. Great. I, I was real, I'm still perfect. real mad. I'm glad, I'm glad my pain makes you happy, Kyle. <laughs> well, it's the same annoying thing that um uh that happens on my iPhone. It's like I know specifically what I want to do, and you're trying to help me, but I know better than you. But you won't yeah. let me. Like it's that whole thing. Like don't you don't own me, Facebook. They kind of do. They own all my data. Anyway, okay. An autocorrect, like when you correct a word multiple times, an autocorrect won't just like fucking take it. Oh, that's my, I always assume that that's like, I, if I fucked up enough that even autocorrect doesn't understand me, I'm either drunk or dumb. So, oh, okay. No, when I'm certain that I'm right and autocorrect uh, is like, oh, you mean this other very similar word? I'm like, no, no, I mean what I said. Jerk. Fucking knock it off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the strangest thing about me this week is these shorts. Oh, these are like cargo khaki shorts. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm going to brag a little bit, a tiny bit. Uh, they don't fit me no more. They're way too big, but I keep wearing them, and I think that's pretty straight guy. Like, ill-fitting clothing <laughs> is is just yeah. very straight guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I don't wear, I don't belt them. I don't throw them out and get something that actually fits me. <laughs> they just keep falling off of my ass. There, and, there's thing, a thing about straight guys in clothing size that you can be like, well, I... I it's a range of like you know six different sizes that'll like stay on my body yeah 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 i mean they're not like like, they stay up sometimes so they're fine cool that's good that's all you need (laughs) is an occasional coverage um go for it my uh straightest also clothing related is this D &D shirt yeah uh, which has dragons on it and a 20-sided die which obviously is uh getting rolled on a 20 uh, since Dungeons and Dragons, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I wear this a lot now. It's Except you rolled a 12. It depends on where up is. I, I presume this is up. I would say the, the flat surface that the dragons are sitting on indicates that up. No, that's the is... side wall. They're, this is all. <laughs> they rotated it to make it easier for you, Mike. <laughs> this is my favorite conversation we've ever had. 20. <laughs> it's a 20. It's a 20. <laughs> great um i do like uh there's another shirt that is a little bit like this in like motif but it's it's two 20-sided dice and it says yes they're natural (laughs) (laughs) 
Strange thing is this conversation about yeah, D&D. Great. Um, my gayest thing, though, is my mom gave me this shirt, and she was just, like, very adorable in her, like, she cares about what we care about, and so, but she doesn't totally get Dungeons & Dragons, so she, like, had to do research to be like, dice are a thing, right? That's part of, like, she's really trying. Anyway, she's so sweet, and so when and whenever someone mentions my shirt, I talk about how my mom gave to me, and I'm, like, just happy and proud and excited to talk about my mom, and, like... Aww. Being a mama's boy is definitely a gay stereotype. Yeah, mom, mom's mom is in the chat too. Hey girl, for what that's worth. I saw up above. She said, "I wish now. I wish I had a prostate." Yeah, <laughs> we're just here to make everyone else jealous. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. A listener's gayest and straightest. Dan, do you have do you have what we need? Give us the good stuff. Literally, literally nothing. Like the conversation has really all been about those two fucking spaces. Great. Uh, yeah i love that so much i was going to be annoyed at y'all for not submitting things but it's (laughs) but talking about those two spaces is incredible uh so this is an go ahead apparently someone's boyfriend is overhearing the podcast in the background and screaming about it so about what uh, yeah because it's intense the double space oh about thing. the double space oh i want to scream I back at them go back still... and like replace all the double spaces with single spaces every time i type anything it's so fucking annoying yeah. hey boyfriend listening to us and <laughs> screaming <laughs> i love it when people scream for me okay the next uh <laughs> thing that i have then is from an email we got um which friends of the show do you remember the sweet potato yes yeah okay uh, hi, boys. I thought I would share with you my gayest and straightest for the week. My straightest this week was I watched my sweet potato, BT Dubs, his nickname is now Cupcake, give himself his own haircut after seven months without one because of COVID. My gayest this week was that I set up my video cam to record a point of view of me jacking off while he cut his hair. I shot a load and will send the video proof later. Hashtag phone sex. Thought you'd be excited to know how we spent our Saturday afternoon. Hashtag long distance relationship. Keep up the good work. Tater. Wow, that's a really specific fetish. <laughs> like jerking yeah, off to hair. Cut that hair. <laughs> well, I mean, I've seen that, though. Like, it's not so uncut. Like, I've seen that online of, like, shaving other people. But usually it's not like a... I don't think it's like a... This is like... um, What's it called when... Cuckold. This is like haircut... Hair cuckold. Haircut... <laughs> Cut a, haircut a cuckold or something i don't know there's some portmanteau sure portmanteau more like portman no let's are we are we done great yeah <laughs> oh stick around if you want to hear the uh 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 patreon bonus segment for we'll freezies if you're here in irl during the free thing otherwise to hear it you would have to sign up for a patreon membership and then after patreon we'll open up a zoom call so everybody can hang out yeah, and chill and do what it and is we always it always ends up being like a decent number of people hanging out and chatting with us so you know do that if you want yep uh so that's it a special thank you to gray's anatomy and broadway star sarah ramirez yeah she they them she they them her is great <laughs> Um, I also want to thank the general concept of Nick Jonas's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Every week. Every week. Over week. and over. <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Hit it good. See you next week. Or not. <laughs> <It's blue. laughs>
ready? To talk about my prostate in front of tens of people? <laughs> Absolutely. 